0: While many companies have certainly been investing time and money into the advancement of women into leadership roles, there have been only small strides in the actual implementation. One reason might be rather surprising.
1: For so long, women were sort of expected to become more masculine to be successful. I think women have largely rejected that, but that doesn't mean that you don't also need to show up with you know a very commanding, authoritative presence in your own feminine way.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Muma. Thank you for joining us on Moving Up the Ladder. On this edition, we're speaking with executive coach Joelle J, a principal with the Leadership Research Institute and co-author of The New Advantage, How Women in Leadership Can Create Win-Wins for Their Companies and Themselves. In the book, she dives into what may help the promotion of women, and she's sharing some of that insight with us here today as well. Thanks for coming on the show, Joel.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I want to start off by asking you, as far as some of the recent research that you've seen, and obviously in in doing some of the research for the book as well, I'm sure, what has the research shown in terms of the impact of women in leadership positions?
1: Well, there's a big impact in a couple of different areas. First of all, when companies advance women in leadership or women advance themselves, it really is a win-win. So the women who are in leadership positions are more successful, they benefit from the leadership opportunities, they make a bigger impact, they make a stronger contribution. Um, So there's that. And then on the other side, the companies also benefit financially. So all the research is showing that companies with more women in leadership actually do better.
0: And how would you say then this book is different than other books that might focus on women in leadership? And I'm not saying there's a ton out there, but it's a topic that's been covered. So how would this book differ from some of those that people might have read in the past?
1: big shift we're seeing now is an emphasis on positivity. Right now, there's a lot of momentum around this topic of women in leadership, more than there has been in the past. I think in the past, the topic of women is often shrouded in negativity. Women are frustrated. Companies are not moving as fast as they would like either. People have focused on the problems and the struggle, and they've also focused on Things that women do or don't do that hold them back. Hmm. And that just has not been successful. So our book really takes a much more positive view. We look at where are things really working? Where are companies balancing their leadership teams with women and men? Where are they making huge progress? And where are the women themselves able to find traction in those senior leadership positions? Sure. I
0: saw a note from the book that was interesting. It mentioned that organizations want to advance women and they are really trying in a lot of cases, but it's just still not working. Are there certain factors why that is happening, even if the effort is there and people want it to happen and, and be successful?
1: Well, so yesterday I was interviewing a president of one of the large healthcare organizations and um, followed by the CEO. One was a woman and one was a man. And the man said, Change is happening, but change takes time. Mm-hmm. And the woman, his counterpart, said, change is happening. It's not happening fast enough. Hmm. The bottom line is I feel that when women really get involved, they are highly motivated to see this change take place versus their organizations or the men who have held senior leadership positions but haven't experienced the history that women have. Where we really see things take off is when women themselves get involved.
0: Speaking of that, I know this comes up sometimes as well, it's the balance between what an organization can do to help and what the women themselves can do to help succeed or or attain those leadership positions. You even mentioned it right off the top, sort of what women can do to help themselves. What are some of those areas where maybe women need to step up or you feel that these are areas they should focus on if they want to reach into leadership positions?
1: Right. So you're right. One of our main conclusions from the research we've done in the last five years with senior-level executives on this topic is that when women are most successful in business, it's when they lead themselves. That means taking full ownership and responsibility for their own growth and development, their performance, their recognition, and really taking initiative to advance themselves and to advance women in their companies. There are a number of areas that are particularly sticky for women, Um, they tend to be the areas in which women are stopped in their careers. And so when women can attend to these particular areas, then they really do kind of break through to another level. We call them the advantages because what Mm -hmm. once was a challenge, if you understand it um, with a new perspective, can actually be a great advantage. So some of those include, for example, understanding sponsorship. Sponsorship is a concept of... um, having an advocate in the organization, someone who's invested in your career and helps you move up. Um, we talk about executive presence. Um, for so long, women were sort of expected to become more masculine to be successful. I think women have largely rejected that, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you don't also need to show up with you know, a, a very commanding, authoritative presence in your own feminine way. And so those are just a couple of areas that we see women really learning and learning to succeed.
0: I don't want to put you on the spot, but since you brought up that executive presence, and that's definitely something we've heard countless times in the people we've talked with as far as the masculine versus feminine. Uh, Just from your experience, things you've seen, I mean, is that something that's changing as far as that not being a quote-unquote requirement for women to go into those leadership positions?
1: I think that it is. I think our understanding of presence has been greatly moved forward in the last few years with with some really exceptional research. So what the research found was that women are judged more harshly on their executive presence, particularly from men who are expecting a more masculine presence, because that's what has surrounded them from Mm. a leadership perspective for so many years. But now that there are women who are leading companies like GM or SpaceX or Aetna, the perception of what counts as a leader and what counts as um, seeming authoritative has really started to change it hasn't changed everywhere but i think women are understanding better that presence is really about your sense of confidence it's about your command of material it's about your ability to be influential and collaborative and get results that's really much more about what presence is than for example whether you're wearing flats or heels, or whether your nail polish is pink or neutral, sure which used to be the perception of executive presence.
0: Right. And, Amy, I I think you make some great points there, and I think it's things people maybe don't think about, but when it happens, it's sort of then you recognize what's going on. So I appreciate you kind of giving a, a picture for individuals there. Now, you mentioned the advantages. There are nine that are listed here. uh, And obviously, we're not going to go through all of them by any means. But another one that stood out for me, again, being something that people talk about a lot in our circles, was the recognition advantage. And the note I have here is how to attract positive attention for one's efforts and results. What does that mean exactly? And how should that be a focus for women looking to advance those leadership positions?
1: So in my work with women in leadership, in large companies, in leadership development programs, as an executive coach, when I speak to them when I'm doing a keynote, I hear frustration in a couple of points. One is they feel like they're not moving ahead, they don't know how to move ahead, they're not being recognized, and so they get frustrated. On the other side, there are women who really are trying. They're they're trying to point out that they haven't moved forward, they're trying to get their ambitions recognized or trying to get the results recognized and they're frustrated because they're not being recognized either and what I've learned is that there is a model for being recognized that works much more powerfully than either just being frustrated or pushing too hard and it has to do with first of all getting very clear on what are the outcomes that you need to achieve to be recognized and then being able to voice those in a way that shows the value you've added gracefully in a way that contributes and moves the conversation forward but that does allow you to take credibility for your results I actually have some resources I can share with your listeners at some point that we have a model for how you can express that Um, which basically is to say something like as a result of my efforts to balance our budget this year we're thirty thousand dollars ahead of where we were last year and that equals two million dollars added to the bottom line Hmm. And so when you hear that kind of a message, it's much more objective, it's data-oriented, and it aligns to the values of the company. That gets recognition much more than pounding your fist on the table or sulking in the corner.
0: Sure. Again, I think excellent points. And uh, of course, we're not going to go through all of these and, and go into all too much detail. That's what a book is for. So if you are interested in getting more information about that, again, the book is The New Advantage, How Women in Leadership Can Create Win-Wins for Their Companies and Themselves. Uh, with that in mind... We touched on a couple of things that women can do to help themselves. How about from the organization side of things? Again, we're talking about women in leadership is going to help them, especially in the long run as well. What are one or two ways that in organizations can create an environment where women are promoted and women are recognized and put into those leadership roles?
1: Well, I would say two words, data and development. So in terms of data, if companies really want to take advantage of the diversity of thought that creates innovation, and strength, and that's behind the financial returns that companies with bal- balanced leadership teams see, they need to look at their numbers and look honestly at their numbers. Many companies have 50% to 60% women at the bottom, lower levels of leadership, but as the leadership teams advance in their seniority, those numbers drop. Hmm. So maybe in a vice president level, the number of women drops to say, 30%. And at an EVP, executive committee level, it goes down to maybe 12%. And then when you get to the CEO level, it may be 3 to 4%. And, and very often, of course, the CEO is not a woman. And so to be able to look at your numbers as an organization and see, honestly, if you fall into that trend, that will start to open up some of the questions. You know, why is this happening? What do our women say? What are some of the patterns that other companies have found that keep them in this place? And what are some of the breakthroughs they've had? So it always starts with data. The other side of the coin is development. So there are two kinds of leadership development that I think are essential for women. One is leadership development opportunities that are by women for women. Programs like that give women the space and opportunity to talk about some of the challenges that they're facing and to bring the solutions that are going to help them move ahead. And that is turns out to be very impactful. On the other hand, it is important for companies not to just pigeonhole women into those kinds of programs. Uh, I was speaking with a president at one of the Wall Street firms one year, and she said to me, ever since we started having leadership development programs for women, I've never been invited to just a leadership development program for men and women. Sure. And so I think companies have to be really careful about that, that they aren't um, – starting a trend that they don't mean to, which is marginalizing women, into programs that where men are getting other kinds of development.
0: Would you say it's vital to make sure that if something like that is being set up or a development program of some kind that there are women involved in creating that? Because and I'm not making any excuse for men in, in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form, but you know, they may fall into those same traps or this old school thinking or just the fact that men and women, you know, are different in in the way we think. How important is it to make sure that women are involved in that process and not just, you know, being the ones that are focused on for the actual programs?
1: Absolutely. Well, just as both women and men contribute to the development of a business or an executive team, so too do they both contribute to the development of leadership development opportunities. And so, it's extremely valuable for men to be involved in women's leadership programs as well both in the design and also in the discussion that doesn't mean that they don't also have the spaces where they can have the safety and the confidentiality to work through those challenges Mm -hmm. but that men are involved and also learning men are terrific advocates of women and there are some amazing examples of highly visible corporate leaders who want to move things forward so men do have to be involved and at the same time the, the teams of executives or leaders who design leadership development for employees also should involve both men and women. And there may be, always should be, a few components that are particular to women where they don't apply to men because those are the pieces that are often forgotten.
0: Sure. Well, Joelle, unfortunately we're running out of time, but I wanted to ask you, uh, for the women out there that might be listening to this and and they are getting frustrated and they feel they've been trying different things, uh, and and everyone's situation is unique and we understand that, but what sort of encouragement or piece of advice would you offer them if, if they feel just stuck and that they're not able to advance in the ways that they're really looking to?
1: Well, the most important piece is to know that you lead your own career. I really believe that everyone has the opportunity to achieve what they want to achieve and lead the lives they want to live, but it does require being the one to step into the leadership position of your own life and career. That means learning, educating yourself about what are some of the challenges, what are some of the advantages, understanding how other women are breaking through, speaking to your manager, learning how to do that effectively taking ownership for identifying what the challenges are specifically that you're facing and talking about them with people around you so that you can get fresh ideas. Um, But it all starts with being able to recognize that you are the leader of your own life. And I'll repeat what I said before, which is the women who are most successful in business are the ones who lead themselves.
0: I think that's a great place to leave us off. Joelle, some excellent information and insight into this area. Thank you for joining us today. We always appreciate it. Thank you. That will do it for us on this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. We've been speaking with Joelle J. She's co-author of The New Advantage, How Women in Leadership Can Create Win-Wins for Their Companies and Themselves. If you have any feedback about this or any of our shows, just send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter, at the LJN. And you can find all of our episodes on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio. Thank you once again for listening. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.